Pod, Scott Todd, April 17, 2019. What was that you were just doing there? Were you mocking me? Feels like you were. Always. I'm always Always. mocking you. Okay. Did Um, you pay your taxes? I. (laughs) Funny you say that. I mailed them in. I mailed them in today on April 17th. 2019. Don't tell the yeah, IRS. It's a couple days late, right? I hope they're not listening. Um, but I, 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 ha- I actually, I got a refund federal, and I owed sixty-three dollars for state taxes. Nice. And I did some, I did some research, and apparently, I believe it's five um, percent per month is what the fine is, or whatever. If you're late per month. Yeah accrue daily but it accrues daily accumulates up to five percent i don't know it's like i owed like 42 extra cents so i just said bring it on just come at me come at me bro <laughs> see, <laughs> so. see you didn't include the 42 cents you no, just round the dollar that. Up or no <laughs> send me a letter waste the stamp so send me a letter we, so i can pay we got a refund on state taxes but not on federal no 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 we had to pay a hefty amount of money on why is that? Is that normal? Federal. No, I think so. The previous year, my wife started in like March or April. Started her job. Yes. Yes. So we both got raises, I think, and having another quarter or third of her income added on. Plus, they've changed all the tax laws, and yes, we are they did. in the the new tax bracket. The people that get fucked bracket so right we owed a lot so we changed our yeah last year i made a killing taking out on federal well you did i mean what you did this year is what you want to do you want basically to pay nothing and to get nothing back because if you get a lot back then you've given the government your money to hold on to and do with it as they please correct which maybe they're okay with that and if you owe a lot of money then, I mean, nobody wants to pay several thousand dollars like some of us had to do this year. No, that's no good. It's not fun. No, it's not. Especially when, yeah, the president's a fucking moron. Oh, here we go. Hashtag tax, tax chat right here on the Bro Pop Scott and Todd. <laughs> um... And this whole cabinet is made up of grifters and fucking... Idiots. Grifters! <laughs> they are. They're all fucking cheats and, uh, first of all, morons and scam artists. All of them. All right. That's a, that's Evil a bridge fucking too far. people. That's fine. No, it's not. I'll it's accept not. all those. They can't say they're all scam artists. Give me evidence that everyone in this... That's, this is your homework for Okay, today. everyone. Give me evidence. Maybe not okay. everyone. I'll all say right, 95%. I just, I How many people are in the cabinet? This is a podcast, 12? Todd. How many cabinets Once are in the Once you put cabinet? it out there, you can't right, take I'll it back. Look, so I'll I don't look want it up. You to be I, I, could probably f- I could probably find evidence on all of them, I bet. Although they keep resigning, so who knows I was who's about to say, in the position. The, the cabinet might change between now and next week as well. So, And I don't know how many members are in the cabinet. There's a cabinet. There's a chest of drawers. There's a bureau. Bureau? No. Is that the Bureau of Cabinets. Bureau of Cabinets. Anyway. All right. <clears throat> Staying on topic. By the way, I just looked at the topic list. I, I, I'm amazed at how much you added. I also love the question mark. No one knows what that jo- means. But... Are you joking? There are 15 departments in the cabinet. 
15, is that what you said? Yeah, yes. Okay. Um, anyway, I would take the over on 12 of them. Having certified being... scam artistry? Yes. Okay, I will take the under. All we'll right. talk about it next week. Do some research. Oh, that's too much work. Exactly. <laughs> See, I, I knew, I know you I mean, well I, enough. I, you doing homework for this podcast? I don't think so. I ain't going to have give me, give me, Give me a couple it. months. Maybe I'll do it. <laughs> All right, so... On the night of the release date of the T-shirts, Todd will also talk to us about the scam artistry within the 15-member cabinet. I still got three, four weeks. You got on three, the four. I know you had one full month, and we talked about this last, which was last week. In any and all events, staying on topic, uh, you have down here black jelly bean. So I wanted to know <laughs> what exactly you wanted to talk about as it relates to the black jelly bean. Well, you mentioned pre-show. Indeed. That you had gotten a bag of jelly beans, assorted flavors, including licorice, correct? I.e., black jelly beans. Also correct. And you went in for a retaste. Yes. Reacquaintance with the delicious licorice jelly bean. You said mm-hmm. prior to this tasting, you had not enjoyed them. They were not, not your favorite, favorite, even though they are quite good. Not so what? What was the verdict on the retaste? The 2019. Same thing. 2019, nothing has changed. Now, nearly 40 years on this planet, I've never preferred black liquors. Here's the problem. Here's here's. I say preferred. Okay. I've never I mean, enjoyed prefer, it at all. Okay. But here's the thing, and you're clearly going to disagree based on what you just said, but if you're putting up head-to-head a red licorice whip and a black licorice whip, I mean, it's like eating a donut versus eating a pile of dog shit. There is just no comparison. <laughs> Red licorice is 900 times better and more edible than black licorice. I just, first of I'm all, I'm really aghast that you're such a, a whip. Fan. A whip is what we're calling like a a braid or a yes. thing of licorice. That's what a whip is. Correct. Yes. Sir. Uh, all the red stuff. Wait, you're a Twizzlers person too, right? I am a Twizzler. I have Twizzlers Get currently in my house. Get the fuck out of here! Oh my god. What? You're you're a Red Vines guy? Red Vines are so much better than Twizzlers. Oh my god. Yeah, I also so like you're wrong wax. on no. on a million fronts here. Red vines taste better for one no, they thing. Don't. I, you know what? I, I will give... You're in the western hem, uh, western half of the United States, which right. is where that opinion is more widely held because it's true. Right. I've only been here five years though. I grew um, up on the east side. Yeah. Atlantic Ocean all for, day. So. And just uh, both of them, it's like a waste candy. Like I don't I don't understand why anyone would eat. What do you would mean? Eat... Licorice. Yeah, like if you're gonna if you're gonna consume this calories, eat something good. Fucking red licorice, ugh, is awesome. It's so delicious. <laughs> it's terrible. Okay, give me a high calorie. By the way, hashtag food talk. Always how we kick off the show. <laughs> In the first twenty minutes, you can count on food talk here at the Bro Pop with Scott and Todd. Give me a, a a candy or whatever that you're saying. That what what are you looking for? You're looking for something more filling. More satisfying. Give me a Just candy that's more satisfying. Better taste. I'd eat pretty much any other candy than. Oh my god. Uh, a red licorice. Give me, if, give me an you, example. If you Convince give me, me. ten uh, sweet tarts, uh, oh. Reese's peanut butter cup, Milky Way dark. Um, all right. First of all, you can't. You're going off Skittles. Script here. You can't go I'm into. <laughs> now you're back. You can't go into chocolate. You can't compare. Sometimes Wait, you, have, you want chocolate. chocolate? Some, sometimes you want chocolate. Sometimes you want a fruity flavor. I'm yeah. not gonna. Yeah, but I'm saying you can't substitute Twizzlers. Oh, okay, for so it has to be it has to be on the sweet so, sour yeah, side. Skittles is fine. Sweet tarts uh, what, is fine. The little the little 
sweet and sour things. What are those called? Sweet and sour. Sweet. Yeah. Is that what they're called? No, I don't know what you're talking about. They're little. They're oh, little the Sour people. Patch Kids. The sour Patch Kids. Oh my God! What are you seven? No. <laughs> sour Patch Kids are better than Twizzlers. No. Uh, jelly beans are better than Twizzlers. Seasonal. Um, I just thought Mike and Ike's are better than Twizzlers. I do like Mike and Ike's. Actually, I, and hot tamales. Hot tamales. I would eat before Twizzlers. I do love hot tamales. That's my. That's my weakness. Um, I will walk across hot coals to get Twizzlers. hot tamales. Good and plenty. All right, now we're back to insan <laughs> insanity over here. Basically, I'd eat anything before Twizzlers. Wow. What about red vines? Yeah, would I like red them? vines more than Twizzlers. No, I know that, but would you eat all those other things you mentioned before you eat red vines? Yeah. Since I, you're so pro those, red vines. Those things, red vines are fine. So how can you be so passionate about how much you love red vines? I didn't say I love red vines. Twizzlers. I said red vines are better than Twizzlers. Okay, let me ask a question. This is a serious a question. Everybody wants to know this. This is what uh, okay. what's on everyone's mind as they're listening. The red vine candy. Yep. Is it hollow enough that you can bite off both ends and put it in a soda and drink it as a straw? Use it as a straw. Sure. You sure? I've done it before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a a not surprise, a, but be good to know. One of one of my first jobs, um, we, we went out to eat pretty much every day. We worked in a neighborhood in uh, our boss's house. We had a very large house. One of your first jobs in Portland. Yes, one of my first jobs yeah. in Portland. Well, one of my first jobs. Period. Both. I mean, first full time job. Fair point. Anyway, and uh, he, so we went out in the neighborhood, and we basically had uh, a sort of rotation of basically three or four restaurants we'd usually hit one restaurant twice a week but okay. one of the places we went was a mexican restaurant which was quite delicious they often would have what one was of it the called? things that... give it some pub i'm sure it's not around anymore. um i'm not gonna remember the name of it okay los hermanos don't look it up i don't care it's probably out of business i just thought um, you might know off top no of no it's still there um okay. i'll look it up in just a second okay um, so they had uh, one of the things with Red Vine is they're popular at Costco. Sure. I.e., they come in like a giant tub. So this yes. restaurant, which was I'm called, familiar. maybe it's not in business anymore because I don't see it on here. Los Hermanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, San Felipe. I think San the Felipe. Name of it. I love that place. I have no idea. Yeah, San Felipe. Felipe, quite good. Okay. They had. What I would say was the perfect veggie burrito. Mm. Just the balance of flavors, just mwah, add a I little can, top I of can tea taste up. it in, right now as you're talking. Anyway, uh, yes. so they had they would always have the not always but 95% of the time have the the red vine tub there, so you could you could sample a red vine while you're waiting for your order or just to have as an aperitif or just along with your meal. Right. So I. I did uh, use it as a straw occasionally there. Okay. So you're saying you have experience. I have experience. It's definitely hollow enough to use as a straw. Okay. And it's all, probably also where I where I <laughs> my fondness for the red vines grew yeah. at that restaurant because it again it's not a candy I would buy. It's, right. I feel like it's one of those things that you just like somebody has them or the it seems especially with the Costco sized tub which is like I don't know. A gallon bucket know. size. Yeah, You've yeah, seen yeah. them. It has a big giant. It's clear plastic. Has a yes. big giant lid. It feels like a workplace candy, i.e., someone buys that thing 
and sets it on a desk or something, and people just sort of grab them occasionally. As you throughout walk by, the day. you're it's grabbing not, a red vine. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure people do buy them for their home, but it seems like more of a social thing that you put out there. <laughs> Grab a whip, as you would say, and take it along with you. Whip! <laughs> why, are, why are you bestowing the virtues of the Red Vine? Is this, is this, are they a sponsor? Like, what did I miss here? Uh, sure. I just this want to know if they can be used as straw. Red We're Vines. now six minutes in on a story about Los Hermanos. You asked me about fucking Red Vines, so I started now talking how... about it. Here's eight different uses for Red Vines. I don't give a shit about Red um, Vines, but you, you're pro- professing your love for Twizzlers, which are I mean, First it's of all, the superior all candy. licorice is crap candy, but Twizzlers are even worse than red vines. Okay, so back to circle, the black licorice, licorice jelly beans. Yes, yes, exactly. So, we, uh, my, so a friend of my daughter, um, they live down the street from us, not literally, but close enough, and they live sure. in a neighborhood, and they were having a Easter egg hunt last weekend, sort of a. Secular gathering stories. for yes. for, uh, for um, Easter egg hunting, and the sure. kid, they had like there were probably like I don't know twenty five kids there, and they said they had sixteen or not sixteen six hundred eggs. There were a shit ton of eggs. Whoa! But the kids after they. By had... the way, by the way, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need I need to jump in for a quick moment. You said they hid. Again, I saw the Instagram stories. A lot of those eggs were not hidden. They were just sitting yeah. in the grass. They were they were <laughs> you know sitting on the curb. Well. Oftentimes yes. now you'll notice if you ever have kids or go to a Easter egg hunt, like mm-hmm. when we would go to them in Portland, they would have sort of public events and it would just be a field cordoned off and they would just throw candy. They didn't even have the fucking eggs. They just they'd be like, <laughs> All right, you got five minutes and you just pick up as much shit as you want. Wow. So the fact that they're hidden at all is like they had some that were more challenging. Yeah, some were behind a stump or a root. Um, no, I saw that. I saw that. They had they had some golden eggs which had dollars in them. I saw that too. My my daughter me. my I daughter found one. One of the older kids also found a golden egg, took the dollar out of it, and traded his golden egg for my daughter's golden egg, which still had the dollar in it. Wow! <laughs> so that he could Respect. get the dollar. I was like, I was like, wait a second. I saw her with a different golden egg because I recognized the, the foil sheen on the outside was different. It yes. looked more like a, trashy like two tone car paint versus the pure gold, on gotcha. the outside of the egg. And I was like, that's not your golden egg. I was like, what? Ha- where? What? Where'd you get that egg? And she, she's like, oh, I traded with him. And I was like, where's your dollar? She's like, I don't know. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Bring it back, buddy. We're not <laughs> nice scam. Wait, so you you nixed the trade? Did well, you commission it wasn't a trade. He, he gave her an empty egg for her golden egg, which still had the dollar in it. So you yeah, swiped I, it back, is what you're saying. I was pulled a New Orleans uh, Pelicans wow. situation on Chris Paul. Okay, Adam Silver in the house, or, special guest. Wait, Silver didn't do that. That was uh, no, he didn't. No, I know. I'm just saying it's fine. What's his name? David Stern. I'm thinking of David wow, we're Stern. We're way off Chris topic. Paul, anyway, Clippers. so the kids yeah, they had they put down some blankets and the kids were going through their eggs. Yes. And. Uh, <laughs> they came across some black jelly beans and were throwing them away. And I was like, no, 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 I'll eat those. And they're like, you'll eat the deer poop? And I was like, sure, I'll eat that. The kids are smarter than you are. It's They amazing. were calling it deer poop, which if you've ever seen deer poop, does look like black jelly beans. Oh, yeah. Little, no, for sure. Little round bits. So that was my long-winded story to get back to the black jelly beans. After you went on okay. a long diversion about red vines being better. Twizzlers versus, versus red vines. No, but and to settled, finish up this topic, law. 
yes, to finish up this topic and also stay on the, the concept of black jelly beans, i.e. licorice jelly beans, you admitted that licorice is crap. You literally said that six minutes ago. So why why the infatuation with No, I said red black licorice is crap. I do like licorice-flavored stuff. Okay. Fair and enough. I I like the bl- I like jelly beans more than licorice, so I like the black jelly bean licorice flavor in jelly right. bean form more you than like the like... jelly bean consistency as we discussed yes, ad nauseum yes. two weeks ago. Okay. By the way, happy <laughs> Easter, everyone. By the time you're listening, this will be the day after Easter, so or two days after oh, yeah. Easter, depending on when you listen. Yeah, it's this coming weekend. Shalom, no. indeed. I don't think that's correct. <laughs> uh, I don't think they celebrate. Those two things don't, the aren't always married together. <laughs> Jews don't celebrate the the rising well, of Christ. Well, but it's Shalom means <laughs> peace, right? I understand, but the implication the implication was, was that we were singling out our Jewish listeners. No, I, I'm not trying I say to offend anyone. Of course you're not. Um, no. No. We love our Jewish fans. We welcome we love all, all our fans. religions. Slash fans from all walks of life. Lack thereof. Creed, color, age, whatever. We do not discriminate. Um, speaking of religions, you also mentioned down here, this is just like a hot topics of the day, what's going on in the world. You have the Notre Dame fire down so here. So wait, I said it like that too, Notre Dame, and my wife was giving me shit. She's like, is it Notre-, Notre Dame. Oh my God. Like, Did you like, tell her to get out of the house? <laughs> no, and I was like, Notre Dame. No, I was like, it is one of those things that people always say, Notre Dame, but um, sort of like the tour de france like you can't ever like you would say you would tell someone hey i went to france and i saw the tour de france you would never say i watched the tour de france it just sounds stupid or you you wouldn't say i watched the tour de france in france (laughs) where's france that's not a place dick (laughs) both of those things sound dumb (laughs) yeah no i agree it's notre dame it's the notre dame cathedral I don't anyway. care if I was standing in front of it, I wouldn't say Notre Dame. I'd say, oh, it's the Notre Dame. Uh, I feel like a lot of people say Notre Dame. No, that's fine. I'm saying I wouldn't. Fair like, I don't think it's disrespectful for me for, for me to say no, Notre Dame. No, no, no. I, I wasn't implying that you were being disrespectful. I know. I know you're not. I'm just making it clear to everyone listening. Either one is acceptable. <laughs> anyway, your thoughts Fair on enough. the fire. Um, I mean, obviously, travesty. <laughs> this building that's been around for whatever... Seven or eight hundred years. I think it's six hundred, but yes. I thought it was like thirteen hundreds. Oh, I thought or I read wait. it was six hundred years old. Whatever. It doesn't matter. What, this isn't Many a math podcast. Yes. <laughs> um. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You just thought that maybe thirteen hundreds to modern day was six hundred years instead of seven hundred. That's what just happened. I saw it no, in no, your no, mind. No, 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 no. That's no, no. hilarious. It no? might have okay. been like might have been like thirteen eighty eight. Thirteen eighty, so it was six hundred yeah. Six hundred and forty so years. Then it's closer to six hundred. It's yeah. Depending okay. on how you round. It's something like that. Anyway. Um, but <laughs> what I was thinking is like, first of all, I saw a few people on Twitter commenting like after seeing this fire, I'm like, it's just like a a uh, an excuse for people to post their fucking vacation photos. I've seen more photos. I saw that of too. The Notre Dame than I have like ever. Like I was like, when did all these motherfuckers go to France or France? Right. <laughs> France. <laughs> I didn't know any of these people had been there, and everyone's like, yeah, I went there. I saw and that they all same took the post same photo. Too. I was like, you could. I was like, I could literally grab basically the same photo off of Google Images and say that I went, even though I've never been there. But yeah, my my optimistic point of view is. 
when I go, assuming I go at some point, it's going to be different than every one of these motherfuckers that's been there for the last six to seven hundred years. That's true. I get a new experience. That is true. So. Might smell a little barbecuey, but otherwise, <laughs> it should be nice. The architecture should be similar. Uh, it seems like um, they will rebuild, based on what I've heard. Well, and that's that's where my only real thought on the. I mean, you know, yeah, like you I said. I mean, the bottom the half that you see, like from the outside, is all stone anyway, so that's still there. It's basically the. See, and that was, uh, I, I literally said the same thing to my coworker on Monday or whenever this fire was going on. I was like, "Isn't that mostly stone? Like, what's on fire?" <laughs> and he said, "He was like, well, there's a lot of scaffolding because they've been working on it." And I was like, "Okay, so the scaffolding burns down, but the building itself should be fine." But apparently, that wasn't the case. There's, there is some wood somewhere along. I mean, there has to be, obviously, for for it to burn. Stone doesn't really burn. Yeah, I mean, eventually. Well. But, yeah, not right off the be- right off the rip. If you throw some rocks in the fireplace, even if you put lighter fluid on them and set them on fire, it's not going to burn that long. It's going to go out once sure. the lighter fluid is is gone. So, um, but uh, you talk about the the rebuilding thing. That's where my only comment came in. My only commentary on this, which is, I'm sure you saw that there are two very wealthy French billionaires that have pledged in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, to, I have not seen that. To, oh, okay. Well, there are competing French billionaires that each pledged somewhere between 200 and 300 billion, or I'm sorry, million dollars, not billion, 200 to 300 million dollars to help with the restoration. First of all, and that that's the estimate, it's going to cost like three quarters of a billion dollars. What happened that it's going to cost 750 million dollars to fix it? Are they rebuilding it? Are they... Like, is this gold stone? What exactly burned that is well, going to cost that much? I mean, I think the structure of it, I assume... Is sound? I saw they said... no. Well, no, it, basically, like, the roof burned, so there'd be all the sort of structural elements, but it was also, like, highly decorative woodwork. So to get any of that sort of, like, hand-carved beam, they're not going to just, like, go to the French Home Depot and buy some trusses and throw it up on top of there. They're going to have to, like make that shit <laughs> like it's going to take some artisans and all that stuff that's more hand done now it's just like 10 times as expensive because typically okay. things are built more off the shelf these days right first of all zero percent chance there's a home depot in france <laughs> I don't much know. more likely <laughs> much more likely they would have a lowe's because it's pronounced exactly the same way lowe's. Welcome to lowe's. yeah no it's not lowe's bonjour it's like we lowe's Bonjour à Lowe's. Um, Welcome to the Lowe's. Fair enough. Oh, Germany. But uh, back to the point of these these billionaires donating nine figures worth of, of cash to help rebuild Notre Dame. Notre like See, I mixed them up there. Um, I saw several people make the comment that it's like, if you're giving that much money to the Catholic Church, which obviously controversial, the whole sure. church. and you know, Because of the whole kid touching. Of the, you know, yeah. Leaving Neverland. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but um, you need to watch it. We'll talk about that next week. Okay. But it's like I saw people criticizing, saying if if you have that much money to just give, to just give to the church, which apparently the Catholic Church has a net worth of forty billion dollars or something. It's like give it to people that could use it. Why are you giving it to rebuilding the church? The church will be fine. The church has money. Yeah, I saw something that said like. I guess they've been trying to fundraise for the restoration of the church for like the past 20 or 30 years and couldn't get 
enough money to do it. Really? But no. I hadn't or read some, that. Like they, they were they were in a fund deficit. And I've also seen some tweets about like um, some like black churches and churches in the South have been burned because of the hate crimes because of the and sort of uh, right. racial animus that has elevated because of our current president. So like like the Catholic Church again, multi billion dollar organization, they'll fix the church. Like do it, these yeah. millionaires and billionaires should maybe be spreading their wealth to right. the slightly right. more needy in a church church like. Uh, fashion like if you want to right. help people and, and, and I'm, I'm assuming that Notre Dame I'm just going to continue calling it Notre Dame the church in France not the university I'm assuming not Notre Dame still team. serves as an actual church on Sundays and holidays but Probably. it's much more of a Mostly tourist. tourist attraction yeah yeah so essentially they're donating hundreds of millions of dollars to continue to fund the economy of France like I, I don't know no I, I don't th- get it I it mean, just doesn't I make think any sense it like it's probably more to fund the Catholic Church because I'm, I assume any donations and all that stuff it doesn't go to France. It goes <laughs> goes back into the Catholic Church coffers. No, but I'm saying the faster they I rebuild mean, they have to it, pay the, taxes the faster, or whatever. The faster tourists and visitors will come to sure, see the church, sure. and that's funding the economy of France. That's what I'm talking about. So I don't True. know. It's just... I don't. I don't know if Paris is going to take a hit as a whole. Right. As far as number of visitors, because Notre Dame is not available for viewing. Yeah. Ooh, look I, at I the scaffolding. I can still still see the rebuilding. You realize that when people visit France, they don't talk like a French person. <laughs> and look at the scaffolding at the Home Depot. Some people, I bet Madonna does. Have you, heard, have you heard her, like, put on English accent? Who was this? Madonna. When I think it was mostly oh. when she was married to, uh, who was she married uh, to? Sean Penn. No, Sean the Penn. director. Wasn't she married oh, to like... Oh, uh, Guy Gilbert. Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah that's his name. Guy Ritchie. English? It's not Guy Ritchie. sounds it's very Ritchie. French. <laughs> He's English. He's English. Yeah, no, she had, no, she didn't have a French accent. She totally had a, 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 a British accent, which I yeah, made fun of. Ad nauseum on my college radio show years ago, and I was like, You're from Detroit, bitch. What are you doing? No one sounds like that. She's from Detroit. Look it up. Anyway, and I, then you, you, you watch you. interviews of her on, like, MTV News, and Kurt Loder's like, tell us about your new album. She's like, get out. She's chewing gum. She's like, yeah, I'm really proud of the new album. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. And then 15 years later, I would like to welcome everyone. She doesn't sound French, but <laughs> she like, sounds what, very... What accent are you doing now? <laughs> Do just the Madonna sounds... melange uh, of just, accents? Yeah, it's just the Madonna, the Madonna melange. Very French-sounding word there. Very good. Um, but yeah, she turned totally British, and it drives me insane because I kind of hate. Her. It's not Madonna even like a good British accent, though. I know it's terrible. I like I like to thank everyone for this Emmy, or not Emmy, this Grammy. I'm going to take it back to my homeland of Detroit like and share it with all my. Emmy. It's great. Even I haven't acted anything. I only made. Music I haven't done album. any acting. And by the way, I wouldn't thank definitely you. wouldn't have this Cockney accent either. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> It's all yeah, matter. I, think, I don't care. I believe her accent's a bit more posh. Right. Cheers. She she's in all things and fellows. Hibber right. Green. Things. She's not talking like that. Things are going that right. way. Yeah. Oh, what? In the pantheon of worst thing to listen to, where do you think this ranks for us in the history of the podcast? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I can do accents. This is I'm just going a little off the cuff, so it's not my greatest work. But oh. No, it's definitely not. Work, I can do a, I can do a British done. accent. I'm not worried about that. Speaking of Emmys, by the way, let's go to the main topic of the night. 
What's the main which topic? We have been pu- the first one. We have been oh, punting okay. on this for like a month and a half, and I just kind of want to make sure we get it in today. So okay. I'm going to it now. So, admittedly, I, I realized I do. I because I, okay. I, I know you don't because we talked about this before we started recording, and um, I, I have think some actually, thoughts. I just don't remember why I put this on the topic. Well, I think the more I think about it, I think the the main topic was mine, and then you added oh, okay. a couple. Or maybe I'd put the whole thing. I don't know. The point is, here's the main topic. Topic of the week, if you will. I definitely added subpoint Net- B. Fair enough. Is Yeah, you definitely <laughs> did, because I don't know what that means. So maybe I had the first two. Is Netflix versus the world. And what I meant by this initially, and then we can just kind of freestyle as we do, is that... Never happens. Never happens on this show. It, it, it's been happening for a couple of years. It's not like this is a hot take or anything. But it feels like Netflix is changing the way we watch TV which is an obvious take, but also yeah. they're, yeah. they're, it feels like <laughs> most stuff. It feels like they're taking on the world. And what I mean by that is not only are they changing the way we watch TV, but they're like targeting specific television sub genres and markets and trying to take them down. For example, I alluded to it earlier, finding that or the leaving the term I'd use, but whatever, be take competitive them over maybe take a chunk out of them. Um, you mean like the, from the whole... other people creating in that subgenre? Correct. Okay. Like I mentioned, I mentioned earlier the Leaving Neverland special, which we won't go into in depth if you haven't seen it. But I have not. Like I, I've always been a documentary. I've been a documentary fan for fifteen, twenty years. It used to be very hard to find them. HBO was a big supporter of documentary films. They still sure. are. But Netflix, PBS, they're pu- and, and PBS, but a lot of people didn't watch PBS. It's like if you didn't like if you don't like Ken Burns, what are you doing? What are we doing over here? <laughs> I can't commit seventy two hours to watching the history of baseball. I love baseball, but Ken, buddy, do some editing for Christ's sake. Wait, do you love baseball? Yeah. Huh. Anyway, so I feel like Netflix is now really going into that market to the point where I will sometimes, if I'm really bored and have nothing else to watch, I'll go to Netflix, go to their documentary list, and just tool around for a bit. Until I find something interesting, which doesn't take that long because they have so many options. So it's oh, yeah. it's a volume they, game. They are definitely that... killing killing it with content. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, so one of the one of the yeah. other things that people I've heard talk about, and it's definitely true, is like there's sort there's a lot of. I mean, if you look at sort of popular movies now, obviously the superhero genre has taken over. Most Indeed. of the movies are action. MCU or DC. Um, so like rom-coms and even like just uh, serious dramas have gotten short shrift. So like I know yes. Netflix is basically making a bunch of like cheap horror movies and like romantic comedies because those movies just aren't getting made as much by major studios and they can just sort of, they have so much money that, or I don't know if they have the money, but they're just spending so much money to create content because it's can live on their service forever right that uh they, they can sort of take over genres they can buy old rom-coms and then supplement them with new um, i mean it doesn't it almost doesn't matter if they're good or not they just have to make like if they make 10 of them and two of them are good then the other ones are just kind of filler but they're right good enough that people option. will watch them yeah and the other one i just want to jump in before i forgot the other one that um I, I've been happy that they've kind of taken the, the torch on is stand-up comedy specials. 
It used to be. Yeah, you know, they've definitely put a ton of money into. They put a ton of money into that. It used to be that you know I'd look forward to the every other year George Carlin would have a special on HBO or they'd have HBO Young Comics things. <laughs> this or... is something you looked forward to at age nine. <laughs> I did. I was always a big George Carlin fan. His last one or two were kind of. I was like, all right, he's a little over the hill. But I mean, he you know he was he's widely considered he's on the Mount Rushmore of comedy. That's a different conversation if you want to have it. But in any event, um, but now they're putting out all sorts of stuff. They put out the, the Dave Chappelle double feature. They're, the Brian triple. Regan has a special. Jerry Seinfeld has a special. Thank you, Triple. Um, John Mulaney. John Mulaney has a special. Um, Jim Gaffigan has a special. Like, everybody. Bill Burr has a special. Everybody has a special on Netflix, in addition to Bill Burr's FS for Family show, which is on Netflix. So, and, But again, you can also find, I'm pretty sure at least, you can also still find like um, Dave Chappelle... Um, Killing oh God, it softly. What's it called? Killing it softly. One of the best comedy specials of all time, in my opinion. Like they have that too. So you no, can that's watch, on HBO. If you, wanted, you can watch that? his entire career arc. You know what's that? Do they have that on Netflix? I feel like I, I watched that on HBO. HBO owns that. I think HBO owns that, so it's probably on HBO. Because his first couple of comedy things were on HBO. Right. So I would be surprised if they're currently on Netflix. But who knows? I mean, they bought like. Comedians in Cars with Coffee, and right. now now it's a Netflix original. Even before Which I had no problem watching it on Crackle, but shows. I had no problem. Yeah, I had no problem watching it on Netflix either. I watched the entire season at one time, which is what people that's how people watch TV now. Does Crackle so, still exist? Crackle does still exist. The only reason I know that is they have a show that I can't remember the name of right now, but it's about uh, cryptocurrency that I actually watched. <laughs> And it's got uh, it's got a couple known. You're people. one of three viewers <laughs> dialed into the cryptocurrency. I mean, Wait, I wouldn't be surprised. I thought Crackle if I was, was a comedy channel. Was that not their thing? I think that's how they started, but they 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 branched out into. They branched out after they their shows got bought out by Netflix. Yeah, all sorts of other. Wait, other I feel stuff. like the Seinfeld. This is interesting. The comedians in cars getting coffee. I think it. I feel like it was like a web series without a network quote unquote first then it went to crackle that's and then correct. it went to netflix correct huh. on all fronts weird so you that's are not... right you cannot get go ahead sorry you can't get killing them softly on on netflix you can get it on amazon prime and you can almost always certainly get it on hbo i would assume but yeah no I... they had an article on the ringer today i didn't read it but it sounded interesting. It was talking about how I sort of skimmed the first paragraph about how Netflix is now making, or they're diving into making like really short shows, short com. I think they were comedy shows, like okay. under twenty minutes, and uh, and only like six to eight episodes long. And it was sort of talking about how these are <clears throat> basically like they're doing web series or what formerly were called web series like um now as just sort of shows on netflix because everything it's like those shows are really nice to watch like i remember um i can't think of what his name is uh there was a guy (laughs) this can take a while for me to remember what he was from but there was a comedian who was a younger guy he worked with what's george michael what's his real name on Arrested Development. Oh. Uh, 
George. Uh, oh no no no! I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, you're talking about the web series. Um, Michael Sarah is who you're talking about. Yeah, Michael Sarah, but it wasn't Michael Sarah. It was one of the guys from, like, uh, he he was in some movies with Michael Sarah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll see if I can find it, but anyway, it was it was a show that was a web series. It was actually really quite good, um, and I I sort of found it through Michael Sarah, who had been in something else with this guy, or maybe Michael Sarah like guest starred on. Like it was it was it was of that period when like Michael Sarah like blew up like right after yeah. um, whatever that Scott movie Pilgrim he was in. Versus with... the world. Scott Ellen, no, like or... before that, when he was like with Ellen Page in that movie. Oh, Juno. Juno, and then he like yeah, everybody was like, I want Michael Sarah and everything, and then he did like Scott Pilgrim and like really went to like stratospheric levels or whatever right. of fame. Right. But uh. <clears throat> uh yeah. Anyway, this. What other the hell guy, are you talking about? <laughs> this other guy did a web series, and uh, he. Um, it was it was really interesting, and I the idea that Netflix might be creating more shows along those lines, really good for young comics like, or writers, whatever, who maybe don't have the experience to be a full showrunner for like, I mean, Netflix shows have shorter season run. No one's making fucking 24 episodes of anything, but basically right. being able to do a 15 to 20 minute show for like six episodes and really sort of prove yourself sure. um, more in the British TV model where you just right. get done what you need to do and then move on with it. It was, uh, I don't know, it seems interesting. I'll be excited to watch some of those shows, assuming they're not garbage. So, first of all, are you talking about Clark and Michael? Yes. Where they were both aspiring writers Yes. in L.A.? Yeah, that was fucking hilarious. I've literally watched that series more than once on YouTube. I thought it was... It's really good. It was, was it was a web series, right? It was on the web yeah. and exclusively, I believe. I think it's. I just now that you said that, I looked it up, and I guess it's owned by CBS, but I don't think right. it was ever. It was no, certainly wasn't I, over on. I just saw it CBS on proper, but or something. <clears throat> so I think Netflix is trying to make shows more like that. Okay. So oh, God, first that of all, that was hilarious. <laughs> I know that was such the longest possible way around your elbow to get to your asshole. The actor's name um, is Clark Duke. You've seen him in yeah, Clark Duke. movies and shit, but <laughs> actually, he's probably best known. He was on The Office in the final oh yeah, season the, the final the, season. The, Oof, yeah, he was just weight. kind of the new. Yeah, he's he was never a never a skinny guy. No, but Clark Duke in that show, just to go off topic again and remain on topic that you brought up, was hilarious. His character was so overconfident and Michael Sarah, aka Mikey on the show, as I recall, <laughs> was like very timid and didn't want to be involved. Yet if he got drinking a little bit, like he was overconfident. The two of them were just I don't know. I thought that was hilarious. That was very, very well done. Budget of probably forty six dollars per episode. Like it was clearly single camera just kind of held. Oh, but just yeah. the relationship between those guys was was now hilarious. now that would have been shot on an iPhone or something. Of course, uh, he's, of course. Clark Duke is only thirty three. Jesus, he must have been like yeah, they were young when, they when did that, that thing came out. Uh, what I remembered him from was Super Bad, which was the movie okay. which I could not. That's remember. the movie you were trying. Which to came out around the same time through. as I think Clark and Michael actually probably came out after Super Bad because they had a little 
or uh, Clark Duke had a little bit of buzz after being in Superbad, and Michael Cera sure. obviously was the sort of buzz. star draw of the Clark yeah. and Michael show or whatever it's called. Right. It says here that it was originally released in summer of 2007, but I'm pretty sure I didn't see it until a couple of years after that. So you're right. It was it was definitely down the line a little bit. Um, but getting back to the point, I, I, so are you speculating, are you positing, if you will, that Netflix is going more to these sorts of shows because so many people are getting their entertainment from vlogs and YouTube I imagine sort of eight to I, twelve minute range. Yeah, I mean, I didn't read the whole thing, but I imagine it's definitely like taking on YouTube because, um, like, kids today. I mean, my kids watch YouTube. Kids they watch, today. They yes. watch stupid shit on YouTube, but like, I think generally, like, people obviously use streaming services, but like, younger yes. kids, I think, use streaming services and YouTube. Like, YouTube is like their first choice, and then they'll watch other shows on streaming services but like they just sort of flip around and see their content so if if you're used to that sort of 10 to 15 minute chunk of programming and you can get it on Netflix it's it can either be something to keep you on Netflix or something to hook you in to get you to watch other shit on Netflix I mean obviously they just want you to be on Netflix sure. all the time so all the it time. seems like a good strategy yeah and you know talking about going up against YouTube, YouTube is now trying to take on cable TV by offering YouTube TV Live, which has over 70 channels, as they're quick to advertise. Um, so it, it's a very, I don't know, everyone's competing with everybody else at this point. And, and you're right, you just kind of glaze over it, but you have things like Amazon Prime and Hulu, and then you have things like Sling, and um, what are some of the other ones that where you can just stream certain channels and certain networks um, so the idea of big cable, while still very prevalent, I mean, I have I have cable, um, mostly for the internet, but I have it for TV as well. You know, those days are kind of going by the wayside. We talk well, about they have, HBO shows, they have like for Hulu example, Live, HBO apps too. Yeah, I mean, that was another yeah. thing that it it's funny because like you have all these streaming services, <laughs> and then eventually you're gonna have to have somebody to bundle them, which is basically gonna be fucking cable again. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I just want to pay for the channels that I want. But, like, you don't really want to have to buy each individual channel. No. I mean, that was sort of like, I remember in the 90s, early 2000s, people were like, God, I wish I didn't have to pay for all these other stupid channels on cable. But you kind of like to have some. (laughs) And now there's so much more content than you're like, well, I need Netflix. I need HBO. Um, Yeah, we have cable, too, because, like, the cable companies... Like they want to charge you like seventy dollars for internet and then like thirty for TV or whatever. Like if your bill's a hundred dollars, like it's it's not worth it not to get cable because it's about the same if you got most of the same channels through like YouTube or Hulu Live right. or any of those things. Like well, it kind of evens out, so you might as well just pay one bill rather than two. <laughs> I mean, which is definitely sure. the. They they know they have sort of a monopoly on the uh, internet part, so. I wish my bill was a hundred dollars, but anyway. Um, but you know what yeah, I mean, I like it, if is... you were to drop cable and then pick up another streaming service that replaced many of the channels that sure. you want to watch on cable, you're not really saving any money. 
If no, you only I, did Netflix, then maybe you save twenty dollars a month or thirty. I, don't, I mean, it depends on what you have, but. But I, I think, and there are ways around this as well. But I think you would agree that I think your weakness is similar to mine, and that there are some things that I still want to watch live. Like there are live sporting events that, you know, it's not that you can. It's not. I'm not saying you can only get them on cable, but it's easier to have yeah. all the options via I mean, cable. Sports is definitely what I would say keeping the cord cutting tidal wave from being fully oh, yeah. launched because 100%. yeah, people. I mean, <laughs> not everybody wants to stream their sports illegally from Reddit, um, right. which some Always people do, um, and you you want you want to be able to watch sports live i mean i know you record games but most people want to if it's, especially if it's a big game playoff game any of that kind of stuff super bowl you're not going to fucking tape it no. and watch it next week cuz you no. want to be a part no. of the conversation like oh did you see the game that great catch that amazing shot whatever so you're going to have to do that the... <clears throat> via live tv yeah and most of the 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 college football that i watch and a lot of times the duke basketball that i watch um, I can't say the same for the Lakers, but certainly the college sports that I watch, I'm not recording it to watch it later unless I'm literally out of town or something. I'm recording it so that I can start it 45 minutes later and just skip <laughs> past all the advertisements. Like, I, I'm not afraid to admit that. Like, that's the reason I do it. It's very um, weird. So I can zip past the commercials. I don't think that's weird. I think a lot of people do that. You're just watching on a bit of a delay. I mean, I, I literally sports are less enjoyable if I'm like, all right, five minutes of action and then two and a half minutes of commercials. Well, you got your second screen. You can just check out what people are saying about stuff on Twitter during the commercials. Yeah. You are definitely in the minority <laughs> in that. Camp. No, I don't think so. I think a lot of people do that. I'm not I think saying you're a lot of people minority. don't, but I think the majority of people <clears throat> could give two shits about what Twitter is saying about the play they just saw three seconds ago during the game. Like, well, just if watch you, the fucking if, sport. You can see, you can get more sort of replays and more commentary on it than you do in the game. Like, I don't have to fucking listen to uh, Kenny. Reggie Miller. Yeah, or yeah, Reggie Miller wax poetic about whatever stupid shit that he's saying, or Stan Van, right. or sorry, not Stan, Jeff. Jeff. I uh, like Jeff. I like Jeff and Mark. I mean, I like some of those announcers. I don't have to listen to Mama, there goes that man. Stupid right, shit. On, on hand down, man. <laughs> I mean, you do. If you're listening to the broadcast, you do have to hear that. But like, you can hear yes. other commentary, which is actually some. I would say ninety percent of the time more insightful than what the uh, general okay, broadcasters so, are saying about the game. You're saying two different things. So are you saying that when you're watching a Blazers game, you're listening to the Blazers broadcast while watching the game? Uh, well, most of the time when I'm wa- watching Blazer games, I'm watching the local broadcast. The Blazer Network. Okay. Uh, and they are doing the first round of the playoffs, but I've been watching them on TNT just because um, it's a like sometimes the <laughs> the stream that I use is a the bit of a delay. Doesn't work. Yeah, is a bit of a delay, so I don't like. I'll be texting my friends during the game, and I don't want to miss. I don't want to be half a second behind. Two minutes behind. Of, yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, um, so I will put up with the national broadcast, even though. The thing the the stupid commentary is one thing that bugs me about the national broadcast. The other thing that bugs the shit out of me, and Jeff Van Gundy is kind of the worst about this. They'll just start talking about other shit during the game if it's not interesting to them, or if sure. like a team's up by like 15, they'll just start talking about other stuff that's not even related to the game. I'm like, all right, maybe 
maybe you guys don't care about the game, but the people that are fans of these teams, even if their team's down 15, still wants to hear commentary yeah. on the game. They're not. They don't want to hear you wax poetic about other shit that's going well, on. Well, but league. Uh, you know, I, I understand <laughs> why they're doing it. That though, certainly the 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 ex players, but even even guys like Mark Jackson, who's also an ex player, but even guys like Jeff Van Gundy, it's like they've become and, and Marv Albert, they've become celebrities in their own right, so they believe, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but they believe that people are interested in whatever it is that they have to say, whether yeah, it's about the game, about basketball, crazy. or about what they had for dinner. Like, they just, they believe that they've earned the right to wax poetic, and I'm not saying they haven't. It can be upset, or not upsetting, it can be annoying, but yeah, if one team's up 35 points, maybe I would rather hear Jeff Van Gundy talk about what he had for dinner <laughs> as opposed to, you know... The, the the charge foul that Chris Paul's bitching about, like you know, I'll give him a short leash on that. I can I don't mind yeah. some of it, but I feel like it it gets excessive, especially on the national broadcasts during the game. Sure, because that's the biggest audience. That's why they do it. I think yeah. it makes sense. Again, you might not like it, but I think it makes sense. Um, we've gotten off topic and somehow landed on basketball. Imagine that. But let's <laughs> turn back to the Playoffs? Netflix conversation. Sorry talking about playoffs let's turn back to netflix for a minute because you had some subtopics here let's go with the second one here the reality tv what, what was your what was oh your i your point i read that netflix will be creating more reality tv and i was not excited about that i don't think we need any more reality tv i don't I know what that less. means <clears throat> like i haven't i haven't read any more about it or seen any more about it i don't know if it I mean, because there's, there's all different kinds of reality TV. Is it, like, competition shows? Like, some reality TV I like, some I don't. Like, is it more Real Housewives? <laughs> is it more, like, Real Housewives kind of stuff? Or Below Deck? Or is it more, like, Top Chef sort of competition? Both things are reality TV, but they're sort of widely different in, like, right. what the content of the yeah. show. Yeah, the so, Bachelorette, the Kardashians. I mean, that's all And I guess, crap. I mean, the, some of the... Like some of the stuff they have already, they do have like some cooking shows and stuff, which not really competition that I know of, but are probably could be considered reality TV. Not not in the way I generally think of reality TV, but Netflix so does. I don't, they definitely have cooking shows. Yeah, they're more like okay, sort of documentary style kind of things. Right. <clears throat> I don't I don't watch them as much, but my wife has burned through a few of those. Um, okay. So, I don't know. We'll see. It sounds like they're making everything. They're making web series. They're making right. every genre yeah. of movie. So, it everything wouldn't surprise me. Like, they kind of have to make some more reality TV or buy. See, it's interesting, though. I, I would think, and and I don't claim to understand the business model of Netflix. I kind of wish I did. It, it really intrigues me um, hearing what some of these, for example, some of these comedians are getting for their, um, for their specials. But um, I... Obviously, the, the sexiness of reality TV on broadcast television is because it's super cheap to produce, and for whatever reason, probably because Americans are stupid in general, it gets a whole shitload of viewers, and you can make a ton of money. I wouldn't think that model would matter as much to Netflix, so that is interesting for me to hear you say that, well, considering getting into that. I mean, they they do have a finite budget. So they're going to make some sort of prestige TVs, more like Oz- TVs, TV shows, more like Ozark. <laughs> but then they also yes. got to make stuff, or if they want to generate more content, they have to make stuff that's cheaper to make, and the reality TV is cheaper to right. make. Right, and, so. I, and I, of course it is. I totally get that. <clears throat> but I think, 
again, the reason it's so profitable for the networks is because they're selling ad space. Netflix is not selling ad space. Netflix True. is trying to get subscribers. But they're, so, they're yes, part so of the their way of... You're, you're trying to reach out to those stupid consumers. You know, <laughs> well, not no all reality TV is bad. But their whole thing is like they're always creating new content. Like you, you right. It's sort of like music or books. You can never listen to every album that's ever been made or read every book. You can't watch every show that's on Netflix, even though it's a much smaller library of content. And I mean, smaller in comparison to like the whole history of recorded music or whatever. But um, it's there's you can always find something new to watch. So being able to expand the genres of programming that you're making just makes it more appealing to subscribers or people who are not subscribers. And it helps justify helps to justify the the two dollar cost increase, price increase, or whatever. Like we got, right. we got a whole new subsection of reality TV that you didn't know you wanted to watch, or whatever. Yeah, and and their main their main purpose, their main drive has was is and will always be, as you you kind of mentioned earlier, just keep people on the platform. Don't let anyone press their smart TV button to go to anything but Netflix. Let's keep them on Netflix at all times. So again. You know, if you have a, a large family or whatever, and some people are relatively intelligent, and they watch a couple episodes of Ozark, and then the the Dumbledores come in and they want to watch, you know, <laughs> Temptation Island Seven or whatever, and Dumbledore's see actually which a smart is gonna... person in Harry Potter. Well, oh, <laughs> I I didn't realize that I was making a Harry Potter reference. That was not my intention. But um, okay, a bunch of dumb fucking idiots walk in and they want to watch, you know, Sex Island and watch, you know, see who's gonna Ooh, sleep with Sex who this Island. week and then. By the way, trademark, um, then, you know, <laughs> they can do that, too. And Netflix never turns off. That's I think I think you're right. That's kind of the idea. Sex Island is uh, Netflix's new extreme version of the Naked and Afraid show or whatever those things are where they <laughs> the like TLC where they're like uh, this. They're, they basically, the point of this yeah. show is we're going to put some black bars over nipples and or junk and yes. have people walk around outside naked. <laughs> Actually, it's not even black bars. They just blur it out. Oh, really? Must I clearly yeah. have not watched the show. <laughs> you clearly have not. I've seen a few episodes. It, it can be interesting. Actually, the most the, the this the 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 current season started not that long ago, and it was interesting to me because the first episode they were in a cold weather climate, which generally they're in, you know, some tropical island or the African <laughs> desert. Right, but they were like they were walking through snow, naked. Like this is insane. I've always thought that when the first when the show first started, I was like, they'll never get out of these you know warm climates. And then they were like, "Fuck you, here we go." Um, and they were talking about how they lost feeling in their legs and their hands. And I was like, "This is what I'm talking about." Now we're really getting down to the nitty gritty here and naked. So, so what? What um, were there like furs for them to find, or what did they do? No, or they, did you not get that far? They just lose their toes. No. <laughs> They didn't lose their toes. It wasn't, by the way, it wasn't like they dropped them off on the, you know, top of Heavenly Mountain Resort in January or something. This was, <clears throat> there were there were snow patches, but they eventually got to, you know, drier land and grassland and they built a fire. But they were just cold. I mean, it was, I think it got as warm as like the mid-50s during the day. But, you know, at night it was down uh, to the 30s and even 20s. And they were just trying to generate body heat and it just wasn't, wasn't working for them. So, so they, they have struggled to quite mightily. snuggle for sleeping or? They definitely snuggled, and that still wasn't helping. <laughs> so, what are you going to do? Anyway. Um, 
I'm not going to okay. be on that show. That's for damn sure. No, God no! I was getting chilly just watching. I was like, put, yeah, "Man, put, put another blanket on here." <laughs> Throw, a, throwing a log on the fire. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come here, Stella. Curl up next to me. Ah, body heat. Thank you, dog. Speaking um, of Netflix, yeah, even, have you the, have you seen yeah. that uh, Disney has launched their app? I don't know yes. what it's called, but their stock went uh, Dis- Disney oh. Plus is what it's called. Disney Plus, and their stock rose significantly the day they announced that. And Netflix stock actually fell. They announced quarterly earnings yesterday, and they met the street, which means the price is going to fall. No one cares about this stuff. But yes, I, I did hear about Disney Plus. We launching. will be subscribing to that at some point because we watch a fair amount you of have children. Disney movies. Yeah, you may which as well. Which are currently on Netflix. So I don't know if they've been taken down or what. But that's a good point. I don't know. I don't know how that works or when that works, if you, if you will. Um, or maybe it's just going forward. Like maybe you can still watch Moana or whatever on. Let's hope so. Netflix. <laughs> I'm sure your daughters will let you know if those sorts of things are no longer available. <clears throat> well, it's so. funny they they go in phases. Like they would watch a movie like Moana like 1,500 times, and now they're just on to shows or whatever. Again, back oh. to the YouTube length stuff. I mean, two hour, hour and a half is a lot longer than five minutes of some person is that so toys or something yeah if you didn't know that <clears throat> 90 minutes is longer the, than five the space-time continuum 90 is greater than five so write that down tell a friend um speaking of shows coming up stranger things season three i believe is it this summer it's it's been such yeah, a long time ago so. that i actually wrote this down this july i believe yeah um, i want to say it's around july 4th Here's my question for you on Stranger Things Season 3. Obviously, I'm looking forward to it. I very much enjoyed Seasons 1 and 2, specifically Season 1. Um, do you think the show will have the same draw and the same enthusiasm? And I ask this coming a week after, or not even a week, a couple days after Game of Thrones opened, which just the anticipation of Game of Thrones, I know it was the final season, but the anticipation of Game of Thrones starting was so hyped up I wonder if Stranger Things season three will have a, a similar reception to Game of Thrones. What are your thoughts? Yeah, like does it have that kind of a cult following? Do you think? Uh, I mean, I th- it definitely has a cult following. I wouldn't say, oh yeah, it's July fourth that Stranger Things season three drops. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't have the sort of uh, universal following that Game of Thrones has, but it, it's. I, I mean, so. no. No fucking way. First of all, it's only been I on. I don't know. It's only been two on seasons. three years or whatever, I two know. years. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I'd say it has a sizable following, but like, uh, I was trying to think of a good analogy, but I can't think of one. Um, Do you think it's as polarizing as Game of Thrones? Because I'm sure you've seen this on social media. There are people that are as proud and as excited about Game of Thrones as there are people that are proud to admit they've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> Uh, no, I I no. think people just care less about <laughs> Stranger Things. Like, uh, because if you say, "Oh, I've never seen Game of Thrones," I'm not interested. People are like, "What? Oh my God, you got it! It's such a good show. Right. You really got to watch You're it. An it's idiot. amazing." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you said that about Stranger Things, people are like, "Yeah, it's, maybe it's not your thing." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I th- I'd say it's it's probably one of the more popular Netflix shows. Like, is sure. 
I'd say it's more popular than Ozark, but maybe not like twice as popular. You know what I mean? Maybe it is. I have no idea what the ratings right. are, but right. <clears throat> Which I'd I say would is, think it is, but... is more of sort of a niche show. It, I mean, yes. it'd be like <clears throat> I don't know. Is it is it like Boardwalk Empire versus The Sopranos? Like, I feel like a shit ton of people watch The Sopranos and. A lot of people not watch many. Boardwalk Empire, but not not, not nearly, nearly the quantity of both good shows. Yeah. And I'm sure. I'm not trying to compare the quality of one to the other. I'm just saying like it's a popular show, but it's Game of Thrones like yeah, it's all over the fucking place. AT and T has like <clears throat> integrated it into their like promotion oh, materials. Yeah. You can sit on the Iron Throne in their stores and stuff like. Right. It's just become such a cultural thing. It also helps that, like, I think it does help that uh, Game of Thrones is released weekly. So, like, it's, yes. you know, I've heard a bunch of things. This The last piece of monoculture, i.e. something that everyone is talking about, like, when it's released every week, people are discussing the episode after what happened. What, what do you think is going to happen next week? <clears throat> when you drop a whole season of Stranger Things, like the diehard fans watch it that first weekend or whatever, like, but people are like, oh, I'm only on episode four, don't tell me what happened. You, you, yeah, it you, spreads You don't it have out. that same, like, you can't be like, oh, it just delays see episode the one. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to talk about it with everybody unless you're actively watching it with them, which you probably aren't doing with right. your coworkers. Right. Or Fair even point. all your friends, like, you don't hang out with, I don't know, what do you have, three friends? You don't hang out with all three friends at the same time. No, I do not have that. That was a joke. I know. I'll take the under. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's that, that's. I hadn't even thought about that aspect of it. That's that's a fair point, and that probably does hurt the popularity. I wonder if Netflix would ever go to that methodology. I don't know. They they've sort of suspense. built their their reputation on dropping on whole seasons, but it's true. <clears throat> I mean, I I heard true. an interview with um, to get to one of our other topics. Um, Yes. Bill Hader talking about how he enjoyed having the sort of sequential episode drops because it it builds up some anticipation, blah 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 blah, rather than dropping the right. whole season. I mean, even even if people do wait to watch it and watch three or four episodes at a time, like they can still watch it live, quote unquote, and watch it every week. Sure. So I don't know. All right, so let's. Let's use that transition. Let's transition to a conversation about the area. We are we already kind of talking about Game of Thrones. I don't know if I want to do like a recap because I just nah, I'm not smart enough to do that. Sure. Um, but uh, I will say before we get to Barry that I'm I'm currently rewatching Game of Thrones from the beginning. I I used your list of the six to watch. I watched those six and I was like, you know what? Let's just start from the beginning and watch the whole thing again. <laughs> and it's extremely helpful. Like I'm currently on season one, episode six. I'm gonna try to catch up before the show ends basically the series ends I think I could do it in the next three to four weeks but um, but it is actually it's very helpful oh yeah there's tons I of know stuff that you forget about most of it but yeah you go back and watch it and I'm like oh okay now that makes a little more sense oh that I get now why this happens you know five years from now in terms of when it was actually shot sure. and produced so I know who Varys um, is then, I wasn't quite sure who he was when I watched yeah, <laughs> the first season and I mean if and I also watched the little five-minute 
you know, thing at the end inside the throne. The that yeah. helps. Or whatever. Because you hear the executive producers talk about it and the directors talk about it. Um, but then the other thing that I that I remember, but I now am seeing again for the second time, so much violence, so much nudity, especially season <laughs> one so far. Like every episode has violence and nudity. And I'm like, is this what drew people in initially? Is like all because I mean it's HBO. It definitely was part of it, that, but, but like yeah, that I feel like the earlier seasons were way higher on the nudity. The violence way hasn't really curbed, but yeah, way high. And it's not. I mean, you know, it's. I guess it's part of the story. But it seems a little superfluous. A lot of, there, a lot of so hanging many out scenes in inside a brothel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No a lot of uh, yeah. It's like, is this necessary? The, Maybe not really. A lot of the half man in the brothel. But then, like the the episode <laughs> that I watched today, um, the mountain loses a joust and he beheads his horse. I'm like, fuck! I forgot about that scene. My God! <laughs> I don't remember. They show him <laughs> exactly. Go back and watch season one, episode five. He cuts the head off of a horse. Anyway, spoiler alert. That was from nine years ago, eight years ago. <laughs> um, but that's Game of Thrones, so I'm rewatching that. I'll I'll bring up little stories as we go here and keep you guys updated on how far along I've gotten. Um, but yes, Barry, this past week, hilarious scene, in my opinion. Maybe the best scene in the whole series when um, they were trying to kill Barry through his I was thinking window. the same thing. When Hank is on the roof doing the little dance, like, that was amazing. <laughs> That so scene was funny. great. The whole scene, not only when they were trying to shoot him, and then when Barry <clears throat> crossed the street and went up there and met them, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, that whole thing was very, very humorous. Yeah, it was um, awesome. But a good episode this week, I thought. Um, you had uh, Fuchs trying to, to get him on the wire again, and they just ended up having a bro bonding moment. Yeah, I, so was your interpretation that Fuchs... I feel like he said, like, just shut up to him or something. Like, he was wearing a wire but didn't, like, sort of had a a, uh, a second second guessing himself about getting Barry to spill the beans to him in, the, in their meeting. Like, that was sort of what I got, but I couldn't quite I tell. I remember that line. I don't, I don't know <clears> if the <throat> intent was for him to, as a friend, tell him to, to literally stop talking because it meant that the cops wouldn't get what they wanted. Or if he just got lost in the moment, was like, "Hey, man, we're bros. Let's just, you know, let's hug it out." Yeah, I, I don't know. Change of heart or not? I I'm assume not sure, they'll, but they may dive into that a little more. In they'll the future. address it in the next episode, probably. Yeah, but um, but yeah, no, I thought I thought that was a great episode. <laughs> I, I thought the second episode was a little lackluster, and they definitely. I, came I also liked when uh, Hank went in and was like, "What is she dead?" And she's like, "Oh no!" I mean, what could she have died? He was like very. <laughs> did a very poor job of playing off the fact that he was the one who had yeah. put a hit on her. Oh, did someone try to come in and bother you at your place of worship? That's that's weird. That's odd. And then uh, my second favorite scene of the episode is when Barry, Barry was training the Chechens on how to shoot. Um, and he was he was like, Hank was talking him up. Oh, he's the best. He's like a superhero, man. He's the best <laughs> The best uh, assassin in the world. And Barry's like, nah, nah, you know, I'm not. I don't know. That was that was really funny. We'll see I, how that pans out. I, I like the fact that he's like, wait, how many of you guys speak English? And they basically all spoke English. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> and then he's like, tells the Why do I have this get, interpreter? <laughs> he's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, so the other thing that I thought was interesting, yes. I assume we're not going to do like a full recap. This is basically it. No. Was So at the end when, uh, what's his girlfriend's name? 
I don't know. I always forget her name. That's a bad sign for her as an actress. Very forgettable Sarah... as a character. Her, her character is not forgettable. I just don't remember. I'm not good at remembering names. No, Anyways, right. Barry's girlfriend, you know, has yeah. the story about being married to her ex. Or her ex-husband was abusive to her. Oh yeah. And then he, and he shows up at the okay. end, and I'm like, oh shit, Barry's gonna go ham on this motherfucker, and just right. fucking kill him. But then in the scenes from the next week, the guy shows up again. So I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Does he He's not like beat the shit out of him sure. right now? I thought for sure he was gonna like assassinate him in front of her, or something, because he had that look in his eye like I'm gonna <laughs> kill you. Well, <laughs> and again, that's probably where next week's episode will pick up. So we'll see what happens in that kind of heat of the moment moment um but yeah i think he's gonna stick around for a while i guess and sally by the way is her name sally um and they will will figure out what his what his fate is um but yeah i i, I think everyone in that moment was like oh he's gonna shoot him this is gonna be awesome he's gonna kill him right here <laughs> well i and i think that'll Sally's be an interesting plot point too because barry's sort of internal struggle about like Am I a good person? Am I not? I did like Hank saying, yes, you're terrible. Do I tell you that enough? Um, <clears throat> like, it's... I, I kind of don't really care about that part of it. Right. Personally. Yeah, I don't either. And, I'm like, and his, I, his whole struggle in writing the scene. Yeah. I'm and like going like, back yeah, and this, forth with this the This part's not super interesting to me. I, I think it's an interesting idea, but I'm, I feel like they've made their point. Like, let's move on. Right. Sort of thing. So bringing in another person from her past could, like, where yeah, he wants he wants up. to be violent, but he feels like he shouldn't. Like that could make it more interesting or something. For sure, for sure. <clears throat> we'll have to wait and see. So don't miss everybody. The big Sunday night now on HBO. Yeah. Between Game of Thrones and Barry. It's interesting. Oh, I watched God. Game of Thrones on like the premiere live ish, um, yeah. <clears throat> and a. It was it was over pretty late, obviously, and then I was like, I I forgot that Barry was on after it or whatever, so I didn't watch it till Monday or Tuesday, which wasn't a big deal. But um, no, it's just interesting, like when you put that much content on, and like also the playoffs had started that day, so it was just a big TV yeah. weekend for me. So you had, you had a you had a game that night, I think. <clears throat> no, it was that afternoon. Start, they played. Oh, they the started afternoon. at okay. three in the afternoon on the East Coast. Oh, okay. So the game was well um, over by then. They had, yeah, they no, had their watched, first of two wins by that time. Yeah, I watched uh, Game of Thrones live as well, and then. But I remember it's it's kind of a, just a thing. Every Monday at lunch, I watch Barry at work on my phone. So <clears throat> I had no problem remembering to do that, as it was part of the part of the use. <laughs> part um, of your normal schedule. My normal schedule, yes, in the Notre Dame area. You have revisiting Curb on here. What's that all about? Oh, so I'm. I'm rewatching the the last season of Curb because remember last when we we sort of talked about the episodes when we started our podcast some of those episodes may have leaked or not I can't remember not leaked but we might have posted some of those but yeah <coughs> excuse me sorry I didn't mean to cough right in the mic that was a nice one but you did um but anyway I I was like eh kind of iffy on it and I'm so I'm going back and watching it after giving it a little time to see if I enjoy it more so far pretty good so is that why you sent me the gif of uh leon no but i liked leon today interestingly i just watched the episode where he introduces the concept of lamping which is what you said (laughs) (laughs) i was like holy shit does scott know what i'm watching um if there 
By the way, I kind of do. But if there's one takeaway from that entire season, it's the whole concept of Lampin. I'm tr- <laughs> I'm pushing that hard. No one's no one's r- taking the ride with me, but I'm I'm hoping it catches on with my friends and coworkers. Uh, and what I mean by I kind of do that. know what you're watching is because every time I go to the HBO Go app, well, not every time. Sometimes it's like <laughs> you were. Do you want to continue watching Game of Thrones season one episode, whatever? And then other times it's like. Do you want to continue watching Barry? And I'm like, I watched that yesterday or whatever. So it's yeah, I clearly can see bouncing what you back and forth. Too, because, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Um, although I had not noticed you've been watching Curb. I hadn't seen that. but Yeah, that one didn't come enough. up, I think, because it's not one of their like featured show that shows that they're pushing on you. Uh, that makes sense. That does make sense. Okay. So that, uh, so why are you just revisiting the most recent season? Oh, I don't know. I just Because I remembered I didn't like just it that cause. much. And I was like... Not, not that I didn't like it. I just didn't think it was the strongest one. I still don't think it's like one of his best seasons. I just wanted to watch it again to see no. if I thought it was funnier. Because a lot of the show, like, <clears throat> I feel like some of my favorite seasons I've watched like four or five times. And I was like, well, maybe if I watch this right. one again. Sort of like some movies, if you watch it enough times, it just becomes funny because you, you pick up stuff or you just you. get used to it. <clears throat> I wanted to see if it if it was uh, if it got any better to me so are you for lack of a better term are you trying to binge it or are you just kind of watching it here and there in your free time more here and there i mean i've watched okay. two episodes but i only started the other day so i'm not like trying to get through the first se- or the season in any sort of this season amount of time it's just like ah oh, if i've got a half an hour and nothing else to do i'll watch it right so it's funny now that you mention that I'm, I'm trying to see if there's any word on the potential he, for the next season. The next season's coming out sometime. What is that season? That's 10? what I thought, but it does. Oh, here we go. Um, there's a new for ten season. It says scheduled to premiere in 2020, so that's not really yeah, right around that. the corner. Yeah, six months. Eight months. Do you not see the same? No, I'm just saying. I mean, depends oh, on when it is 2020 well yeah it's a fair point January 1st 2020 is one thing oh I did hear that uh, <clears throat> the uh, Barry has already been renewed for a season 3 which excellent I news pretty impressed with also yeah, no, it, and it also struck me as odd because again as we talked about crashing got cancelled which I'm still kind of surprised about right so, Actually, know. now that I now that I go to IMDb, it says 2019. So I don't know what to believe at this point. I should probably believe IMDb. Wikipedia is what told me 2020, but the collider whatever. says it appears David doesn't think the show will be ready this year, or that HBO would rather wait in the air curb closer to next spring when Emmy voting is in full swing. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Larry would know. Larry. Hey, Larry. Anyway. All right. Also in 2020, the Game of Thrones prequel series will have launched, or will launch. I don't know how I feel about that. Just like another Game of Thrones. I mean, none of the—I don't think any of the current characters would even be in it. I think it goes like way back, several generations. Yeah, maybe to the founding of the Wall originally, is what I heard. That could be interesting. I mean, I think it would be sort of like 
in my mind, it'll be Game of Thrones with completely different characters, but still sort of in the same world. Same executive producers and stuff. Yeah, I, I guess I, I would, so. I'd give that. I definitely give it a chance. Yeah, sure. I, I, I assume most people will. Yeah, um, but no, I just I have a bad taste in my mouth for for that whole concept. I think of something like Star Wars: The Phantom Menace, which was terrible and not worth watching at all with Jar Jar Binks and. That doesn't mean Google, all Google, prequels Google, are Google. crap, though. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Lisa, Jar Jar. Right. And most yeah, of those prequels. The fucking were, first those Star Wars movies. I mean, they could have ruined prequels just in general, but I know, and that's what I'm saying. That's that's the first thing I think of when someone says prequel, <clears> I think of Phantom Menace. Which has a very bad taste in my mouth. I was working the door the summer that movie came out, so I know all about it. Um those damn kids and their popcorn. Anyway. Um I hesitate to say this, but we should punt on these other two topics. I even have the questions for our special segment. We'll do it next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> I wrote the questions today. Oh God. Dear Doctor Huxtable. All right, let's let's call it a, let's call it an episode before we lose. My any wife wants to buy a car that is too luxurious. All right, we'll save those questions for next time. Then. Rudy, Theo. Um, apparently, there's some sporting event going on, but no one cares about it. So we'll talk about that next week. Not true. Uh, yeah, fine. Go Blazers. Who cares? They are up 2-0. I know you wanted to say that. I they know you, you I did say that already, there, so. but... Yeah, you did. Which, I, I'm... Even more so than usual, I'm rooting for them, because if they win, they knock out Russell Westbrook in the first round, which, basically, at this point, with the Lakers not in the playoffs, that's the only thing that can bring me joy, <laughs> is seeing Russell Westbrook in pain. What about... So once he's out, what then about Chris, Chris Paul's Paul? next. I was about to say. And James <laughs> Harden. for the Warriors. Yeah. They're, they're next in line, but they're... <laughs> I, have, I have a bad feeling the Rockets are probably going to be... Definitely in the next round, possibly in the finals for the Western Conference. Oh, you think so, they're going to beat the Warriors? I don't know. It's, I, mean, I can't tell. Boogie. Like, I feel like Boogie's down. Uh, who gives a shit? They don't need Boogie. I'm just saying, they <clears> lost <throat> the game that he went down in. Yeah, I don't know. They I should feel like have, if, if they, they want to win, they can win whenever they want to. It's just do they mentally have it together? I mean, the Rockets will I, definitely be more focused, but... I used to think that, but I don't know if that's true anymore. My personal thought. I think but we'll see. Is. Tons of playoffs let yet to go. Uh, keep watching. That is a sponsor, by the way, even though we didn't talk about it. Uh, that is a sponsor for the show this week. So please watch playoffs on both ESPN and TNT. And I think TBS. Are there some games on TBS? Or am I making that up? You're making that I'm up. I'm probably making that up. TNT and ESPN. I'll, I think also there's, ABC I think on the there's one series on NBA TV. And NBA TV. That's true. I think the Milwaukee game tonight was on NBA TV. But... Um, so NBA playoffs for Milwaukee the next by three months. Points. Yeah, they killed him. Giannis had a had a monster game from what I saw. And uh, uh, so that'll be going Rockets, on for the next the Rockets, months. I think it's safe to say, will probably be advancing on to the next round because they're up twenty four points on Utah in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Grayson Allen's having a good series, but there's not a lot of other highlights. Donovan Mitchell's doing okay as well. In any event, um, so keep watching. Todd will be watching. <laughs> Staying Definitely. up late on the East Coast to watch his West Coast team. That's for sure. Uh, I will not be. I'll be sleeping peacefully. <laughs> In any event. Um, I guess that's it. We're going to call it a pod. Thank you for listening. Uh, Google. iTunes. You're getting ahead of yourself. Sorry. Stitcher. I thought you were calling it. Uh, Spotify. No, all that stuff. <clears throat> Check us out. Please review the show. Specifically on iTunes. Write a review. I don't even care if it's bad. 
Just let us know what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. Hit Go us up and give on us the five stars. At our, yeah, five stars would be ideal, obviously. You can write the a bad underscore review. bro underscore pod. <laughs> give us five stars. Right. <laughs> That's why I do. It's all about the stars. <laughs> the underscore bro underscore pod on the Twitter and the IG. Uh, Todd posted a an amazing duck by a Major League Baseball pitcher that I swear he probably lost a few whiskers from his beard. So go check that out yeah, on we, Twitter. We had, he posted we had that today. a good today. retweet today. <laughs> yeah, that was a solid one. Um, and then, of course, send us an email, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, thebropodnetwork at gmail.com, and check out our website, bropodnetwork.com. I think that's everything. Uh, yeah, so happy Easter, everybody, which was yesterday. And until we talk... Shut the fuck up. Until we talk to you again... <laughs> Peace! See ya!